If you suffer from depression, then this interview right now with Chloe Jimenez Peters is for you because we're going to talk about the real reason behind your depression and also that healing depression is absolutely possible. Yes, we're about to get juicy right here. Chloe, here we go. I'm coming. <laughs> Welcome to the PMDD Healing Summit, where the world's top experts share hope, guidance, and next steps for your PMDD healing journey. And today I am very excited and very happy to finally be speaking to Chloe Jimenez Peters. And Chloe is the creator of Wounds into Wings, a program dedicated to healing trauma and depression at the subconscious root cause. And this will help you to unlock the happy, fulfilled, and abundant life that you were meant for. Oh, that sounds juicy. Cannot wait to talk with you about that, Chloe. Chloe is a rapid transformational practitioner and happiness life coach. She has a passion for healing PMDD and is part of the team in Natalie Ryan Hebert's The Red Tent Program. And I'm also going to be interviewing Natalie here. So Chloe herself suffered from PMDD since her teenage years, being kept off of school, from school, one to two weeks a month, and subsequently being diagnosed with clinical depression and chronic fatigue syndrome. Mm. Chloe went on to study medicine at internationally renowned universities in Hungary and Spain. Chloe is so international. I love it. Yay. Born to a British mother and a Spanish father, Chloe has a foot in each country, and she now lives on the island of Mallorca with her three young children where she fulfills her life's purpose of holistic healing internationally. Oof, Chloe, thank you for being here. I am so honored to have you here. Thank you for having me. It's such an honor to be here. Ah, so beautiful. And I really, I related to your bio because, you know, my father is American and my mom is German. So I, I understand that whole thing of being, you know, in both countries with, with your both feet. So yeah, yay, welcome. So let's get right into it because, you know, you, you share that you, you know, that you also deal, dealt with PMDD. So can you tell us a little bit about your healing journey and why you're so passionate about helping menstruators with PMDD? Sure. I didn't know I had PMDD because I didn't know what PMDD was. So I just knew that I was very unhappy um, and just wanted to sleep my teens away. You know, half the month, I just wanted to sleep. I was angry, um, quite depressed. And, you know, my poor mom was driving me up and down the country trying to find healers, homeopaths, doctors. By the age of 17, the doctor diagnosed me with depression, put me on antidepressants. Um, so it wasn't until I found Natalie Ryan Hebert's that I knew what um, what PMDD was and that I understood it. And I was like, oh, that makes sense. My mum was always writing letters to school saying she's, you know, she's menstruating. She's just exhausted. She can't do anything. So I'd just be off school all the time. So this made perfect sense to me. So when I found out 
about the PMDD during my training in rapid transformational therapy, I was like, oh, wow, this is amazing. And the, the Red Tent program is, I mean, it's so pioneering um, for healing PMDD. It was like, I just wanted to be part of it. So it was a dream come true when Natalie asked me to join her team. Oh my goodness. That is so beautiful. And yes, I have heard such great things about the Red 10 program. And you know, your story, I know is going to, it rings so true with me. And I know it's going to ring so true with so many out there that, you know, that you were basically like kind of misdiagnosed, you know, like, oh, it's this and that people didn't even know about PMDD. So I'm really hoping that we're starting to raise awareness that it's, it becomes a more, a common thing that doctors know about. Mm. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So yeah, absolutely. So let's talk about this rapid transformational therapy. Could you explain what that is? Because it sounds so awesome. Yeah, it's really one of a kind, actually. So I think it's really inspired, but well, it's like a combination of um, psychotherapy, NLP, cognitive mm. behavioral therapy, um, hypnotherapy, because we do it under hypnosis, yes. um, and energy healing. It's just like this, uh, you know, combination of all these things in a way, um, and very, very powerful because you're doing all of this stuff under hypnosis. You're accessing parts of the mind that you can't access during talk therapy. I mean, when I was 17, I was sent to talk therapy on a weekly basis and I would just go cry every week. They just mm. make me talk and I'd leave and it would be a case of see you next week, the same kind of thing. But I didn't come out with any kind of resolution. Whereas this is like a two hour session. You get to the root cause of the emotional imprint that is running you yes. and get to understand things very, very deeply that you could never do um, consciously mm -hmm. um, and you come out with a resolution because you come out um, with this transformation that includes uh, all the new beliefs, the pertinent new beliefs that you're going to rewire your mind with by listening to the recording that we give you for the next 21 to 30 days. Yeah. Wow. So it's basically a rewiring of like the subconscious mind almost. Absolutely. Yeah. So you're going back to the emotional imprint yes. that is the absolute root cause and reason for the behavior or the illness. Yes. Um, you know, we, we're conditioned from the moment where, well, from the second trimester of being in the womb, we're, con we're conditioned. Mm. Um, we're intelligent beings yes. and we are adapting to our environment all the time mm. to survive. Yes. Um, and so, you know, the mind's job is not to keep us happy, it's to keep us safe, to keep us alive. So we're moving away from pain all the time in order to stay safe and alive. Um, so our mind is really clever. It makes these decisions almost. We take an emotional imprint on and that just is how we run them. You know, it's not safe to feel my feelings because I lose connection with my caregiver. Yes. You know, if you had a parent that said, stop crying or I'll give you something to cry about. Yes. Right there, you have this emotional imprint on your subconscious mind that stays with you forever because a child is really in the now yeah. and every belief they make is tagged with and it will always be this way. 
I'm unworthy and it will always be this way. And this is the unconscious programming that is running us. Um, No wonder we have anxiety, depression, you know, the way it is. Yes. When you said that, you know, even in the womb, it already begins. That really brought something up for me. So my my mom was very unhappy when I was uh, in her womb and had huge fights with my dad and they eventually got divorced. And when I was doing my own PMDD healing, that really, that came up like just this, oh, that was already imprinted in me before I even came out here. So thank you for saying that. And let's, let's talk a little bit about this root cause treatment, right? Because that's kind of what you, y'all dig into. And you were, you were kind of saying a few things. What are some of the root causes that come up when you speak with people? What have you noticed a lot of with your PMDD peeps? Well, you see, the thing is, we're not born with this. We're not born with this PMDD or depression or any of these illnesses that we then get diagnosed with. We're born these, if you imagine, just there's nothing more whole than a child, this beautiful diamond. And then we are conditioned and those facets of the diamond get covered up that's the best way I can describe it so going to the root cause is going to that moment in time where that trauma where that so the trauma is what happens inside your body the adaptation Mm -hmm. that you created inside of your body in order to be okay you know in order to adapt to your environment you know it's like a, a plant you know when you consider Every living being is intelligent. A plant, for instance, has intelligence. Yeah. It is problem solving. When you consider intelligence is problem solving. Mm-hmm. I don't have my needs met. If the plant doesn't have enough water, the leaves go yellow. Well, that's not the root cause. The leaves are yellow because of something else. There's a nutrient missing. Yes. Um, but it adapts to stay alive. It stays alive by letting its leaves go yellow. If it didn't, it would collapse and die. So we're all doing that all the time and a child makes 95% of its beliefs went before they're seven years old they don't have a conscious critical brain to filter stuff out logically their logical brain's not fully formed until they're seven years old so they they're in hypnosis actually um theoretically and so they're absorbing all of these beliefs they can't think my mom's having a bad day she's not fit to look after me that's not safe for a child to think that they have to think that their parents are perfect because otherwise because they're dependent they're helpless without them so before thinking anything like that because that's too scary they will automatically say there's something seriously wrong with me because if there wasn't my mother wouldn't treat me this way I must be bad and say and it will always be this way and so that becomes the programming and that's what becomes your software for life and until you upgrade it so the root cause is really that belief that emotional imprint that you make in a moment and it tends to be repeated for it to really cement there'll be a number of occasions where you've believed my feelings don't matter that's a really big one for PMDD and a really big one for the anger symptom because you know we're sensitive especially the PMDD sufferers we're empathetic sensitive beings that's our genetic makeup as being sensitive we are more sensitive to emotional trauma so when these things occur we automatically take on these beliefs and then Mm. that's it when the hormone shift occurs 
then all of this pain it yeah comes to the surface my feelings don't matter I'm insignificant what I want is not available to me all of this stuff of course we're angry when we're living on that programming oh yes you're speaking right to right to my heart anger is my number one symptom anger and rage I'm really good at that so that really speaks to me yeah that my feelings were were not valid were not safe it was not safe to feel that's pretty deep. Well, you work a lot with depression, like right? That's your thing. Depression and um, wounds into wings is all, all about um, depression, also stress-related issues. So you just said also that our mind wants to keep us safe. And you say that, I read that you said that depression is a protective mechanism. So if people out there with depression, like what, how can you explain that a little bit more? How is that a protective mechanism? Yeah, it sounds strange, doesn't it? Because it's absolute hell living with it and you don't want to be here anymore. But then again, this is when the pain is too much, feeling is too painful. So our mind decides to depress all our feelings, good and bad. And that's why you can't feel joy either. It's just like too painful to live with um, what I, you know, what I want is not available to me. There must be ser something seriously wrong with me. I'm unlovable. It's not safe. That it's really too painful to live with those beliefs, and and so it's like, ah, oh, it's like a shutdown of feeling. It's a depression of your feelings. Yes. So the body is trying to protect us from all of those negative thoughts and emotions and so we kind of take a step back is that kind of it we're kind of like a cocoon of depression around us yeah it, it literally is your mind saying i need to move you away from this pain to keep you safe and that's the mind's only job to keep you alive on the planet to keep you safe and move you away from pain and so it's doing that all the time um you know I, I worked with a girl who actually as she was born she went to a scene in the hospital you couldn't come up with it with your conscious mind but she already felt this is how sensitive she was that her father was really anxious by her crying and expressing herself and by her feelings yeah. so she had to stop feeling because she was going to not be safe he wasn't going to be able to look after her because she was losing him it's amazing how perceptive we are yes. it really is uh that is beautiful also to be able to go so deep uh, i i absolutely love that and just something popped into my mind i read this you know there's a lot of talk about trauma or and pmdd and what some people have PMDD and I, I saw a comment like, but I don't have trauma. And now that you're saying this, is this maybe that we always think that trauma has to be some big thing. And it's so subconscious that sometimes we don't even know what it was that made us kind of constrict. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I didn't have trauma with a big T. Absolutely not. And I almost felt guilty for having depression because everyone kept saying to me, what have you got to be depressed about? Oh. But, you know, a child has two basic needs. That's unconditional love and safety. Mm -hmm. And when those two things are compromised, that's what happened. The trauma is what happens in the body. It's the adaptation to that external environment where it's not safe to express myself. Yeah. Um, I must not be worthy and um, 
what I, I'm trapped. I have no control over what happens in my life. Yeah. Those things, uh, it just, you know, no wonder that people are depressed when, when they are stuck with those. They're unconscious. Sometimes it feels very confusing to be mm. stuck in depression yes. and PMDD because you can't understand it. If you could understand it with your conscious mind, you would have solved it already. This stuff is unconscious imprints that you that most in you know, 95% of it was done before you were seven before you yeah. even really remember yes. um so it, it's when this gives you so much understanding when you make the unconscious stuff conscious yes. then you're like ah oh, with every trigger you you and that's where the growth is with the triggers then then you go oh that that's what it is but I'm not that helpless child anymore. Mm. I'm a capable, powerful person mm. and nothing could possibly overwhelm me. The truth about me is that I am worthy and that I am significant. Yes. yes. Oh, that is so beautiful. Yeah. I, I suffered from depression myself for years and it was like, why can't I just snap out of this? You know, and I'm a quite vibrant person, but it was just like, oh so deep and so dark and all I wanted was to snap out of it but of course if it's subconscious if I don't even know like what the root causes I can't just snap out of it because it's it's just running my whole perception of everything oh. yeah. so yeah. and that's why I want to get let's talk even more about depression because you said that one of the greatest causes of depression is not following your heart's desires that's super juicy. Please elaborate. Give us all the details on what you mean by that. Okay. So it is super juicy. Um, and, I, and I'll give you my, I'll give you an example of my, of my life actually. So I think, so we're born, we come through our parents, but we come from the universe with our purpose and with our gifts mm. that are independent to our parents if our parents don't celebrate those gifts they don't even see what we're what we love to do then we make the belief oh I'm obviously not good at it because if my parent doesn't think so then I'm obviously not good at it because we depend on them for validation and that's why this treatment's so empowering because actually you don't anymore I validate me and that's how it all changes everything mm. but as a child you are looking for validation all the time and no if nobody celebrates you and nobody sees you and nobody's interested in you you bury that stuff you don't mm. you get to a point in life where you don't even know what your purpose is, what you're here for. And that's very depressing alone. Um, and, you know, so in my case, I grew up with a father who always said to me, I was the oldest child, always said to me, when you grow up, you'll be a lawyer, a doctor, a dentist, you'll do that. And, he's, and I'd hear him say to my sister, oh, you could be anything. You could be an actress. Oh. So I, in my RTT, went back to that, that a scene just like that and actually uncovered that I had a belief right there and then an imprint made, wow, there must be something wrong with me if he mm. needs me to be that in order to be lovable mm. and in order for me to be worthy. I must be bad or... I don't know, but that was it. I knew. So that was me then set for life, always hearing the same story. You will be this, you will be that. So you completely bury what you like and what you, you know, what your desires are. 
I go to dental school in Hungary, which was actually the medical school. Um, and I couldn't decide, do I want to be a plastic surgeon? Do I want to be a dentist? Because being a plastic surgeon, I can make people happy. And this is how I was thinking, being a dentist, I was terrified of dentists. And I never want anybody to go through that fear that I went through as a child. Mm-hmm. But actually, I didn't want to be either. I didn't want to be either of these. I went through all of that. It took me a long time to actually realize, actually, my purpose is to free people from pain and make them happy. Mm-hmm. But I didn't know that was available to me because it was very limited, my past, because of my conditioning. And so it's my work in Wounds to Wings is really all about just unlocking the authentic self, mm. giving unconditional love and safety, changing those core beliefs that are holding you back. And as you, you know, you don't have to know what your purpose is yet. You, you, you I felt confused for a long time, but it's just acceptance of self and mm. just you know, feeling this safety and freedom to express yourself and be who you are. We acquire these masks through our lives, trying to be accepted, trying to be worthy. We don't know we're doing it. And then we don't even know who we're trying to be. So my work is all about taking those masks off and being happy in your own skin. Mm, beautiful thank you so much for explaining that and thank you for the work you do that felt like bomb to my soul because I felt on my own journey out of depression I had to take all of those masks off who I thought I had to be in order to be loved by other people and come into my authentic self and my authentic power and that really helped me so much so thank you for that work that you do so if someone with depression comes to you where do you start? What are the first steps that to, to healing depression? Okay, so <laughs> I would start. Yeah, where do we start? It does feel very confusing and very dark in the beginning. Of course it does. We start with, well, with the first RTT session would be all about the self-worth and mm. un, you know, unlocking those beliefs because we're stuck in these beliefs it's not available to me, I'm not enough, I'm different, I'm alone, I can't connect, all of these things, my feelings don't matter. And so we change all of those beliefs, give you freedom there, and we get in charge of the thoughts. The Mm. self-talk is huge. We talk to ourselves like we wouldn't talk to our own worst enemy. So that is a life changer. And that's very important. The greatest cause of depression is the hurt, the harsh, hurtful words we say to ourselves on a daily basis and not following your heart's desire. And so when you change that, the self-talk, that's the first biggie. But the unconscious programming that we do in the RCT that's going to help the self-talk because those Mm -hmm. thoughts are coming from your unconscious programming. And so they're going to have a negative um, context until we change that programming. Mm -hmm. So all of it together, the conscious work, the unconscious work, all of it together is life-changing. That sounds so good because you're right. My self-talk was so negative, so hurtful. And when I started listening to myself, I'm like, why am I talking to myself like that? And what I noticed is I sounded like my mom. 
<laughs> so I had a lot of healing to do around that relationship right there. And so I know that a lot of our PNDD community, a lot of people in our PNDD community suffer from depression. Um, could you speak a little bit more just about Wounds into Wings? Could you speak a bit more about that program, about what, you know, what, what awaits them when they, they step into that door with you? So Wounds to Wings is really for conscious, ambitious people who know there is something more to life than what they are living. They know the power is somewhere under there. I felt like this, but I didn't know what the hell to do with this. I just, and so it's about not only healing this depression, but also really unlocking that power, understanding that all the resources you could possibly need are within you, opening up, unlocking all of those um, abund, you know, the abundance blocks, which mm -hmm. is it's particularly huge in women because of the patriarchal conditioning um, and opening up the creativity, the, the expression of self, um, working on the acceptance of self. There is no perfection. If you are looking for perfection, you're chasing an ever moving finish line, just accepting that you're imperfectly perfect. That's part of your human experience. Um, and just loving what it is mm. so we start with the really nitty gritty we get in control of our thoughts we realize how much control we actually have over our thoughts how much choice we really have nobody teaches us this um so we learn the rules of the mind and we really get in the driver's seat of our minds we reprogram it and then we open up a whole new world of possibilities of abundance and of purpose oh, that is beautiful and i love how you started with this is for somebody who's who's ready like right who has come to that point because i came to my point when i got violent with my man and i was like okay, this is enough. Something needs to change. Like I'm going to, I'm going to figure this out. So I feel that that's kind of the energy that's almost needed, right? That we get to that point where we're like, this must stop. <laughs> Absolutely. It's that real that realization that nobody's coming to rescue you. You have to do this yourself. Um, that's, I think the most significant thing that somebody ever says to me, nobody is going to rescue you. We all, we live in this world where we think if I get that job, then I'll be happy. If I find a partner, then I'll be happy. Yeah. No, yeah. nothing can make you happy on the external world. Yeah. That's a choice to learn to be happy in your own body. Connect with um, your intuition, trust the universe and believe in yourself. Get in your body, exhale the tension, feel the feelings until they no longer need to be felt. They're there for that purpose. They're trying to give you a message yes. and we're ignoring them. We're burying them because in childhood it wasn't safe to feel them. And now it's just completely changing your focus and focusing inwardly because as a child, we were always, mm. if your needs weren't met, we became hypervigilant looking yeah. out for everybody else's mood their energy we depended on their energy and their mood yeah. for our own safety and security and we still do that we abandon ourselves and so there's no wonder that we get to the end of our rope and we fly off the handle and get angry because we're not checking in with ourselves mm -hmm. we're not mm -hmm. doing so this is where the mindfulness comes in it's about 
checking in but doing a quick body scan I don't mean that you have to do it you know every day formal formally but you know at least informally every yes. half an hour or so make it a way of living mm. connect with your body understand that it's giving you a message um every feeling you know oh what's just some tension exhale I feel like that mm -hmm. because I'm nervous well I'm not really nervous I'm excited I want it you know change your body talk mm -hmm. your 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 self-talk yeah and, and you can you know really empower yourself and change your whole life you're getting in control of your physiology literally getting in control of your physiology yes the the subconscious mind controls every process in your body without you having to think about it so if you've got beliefs that are telling your body that you're in danger that you're not safe of course everything is going to be out of sync it feels very physical yes but you you've got to realign the body and get you know the truth about you and the truth about the world you live in you've got to get the the software right tell it really the truth now yeah yeah absolutely agreed i also love what you said that we look for external things right to make us happy and then sometimes this happens in depression and this happened with me i was like okay i live in los angeles i have a great job i have i'm with the love of my life but i feel like shit. i feel horrible i don't want to live i don't want to get out of bed so it's it, ha it has to happen internally so thank you for bringing that up yeah it's an in it's internal it's such, work it really is but it's such it's so vital that this should be taught in schools, actually. Children should just know about this. It shouldn't take us half of our life to work this out for ourselves. It's absolutely imperative stuff that children yes. should be aware of. Absolutely. That's why I'm glad that you're here now. Y'all, now is the time. Empowerment is here. Chloe is here. So, Chloe, you have worked with menstruators, with PMDD, tell me, is there like a success story or something that you, someone you worked with that you just really inspired you that you would love to share with us? Oh, there's so many, that's so <laughs> difficult. So, wow, well, I love it when they say, when they really work so hard and they just go, this has been a complete rebirth for me because this is what it feels like. It's like a complete waking up to your worth and power and realizing how much control you have over your mind and body actually. Wow. Um, I worked with a girl in the Red Tent program and she, um, her mom was a psychotherapist and she, she pushed her mom to get in contact with me because she had anger issues. Mm -hmm. um, and so she came and, and we, we, she enrolled on Wounds to Wings. And after the first session, she, I mean, taking to the couch, she came to me for anger. She came, she said, I've stopped biting my nails. She'd been biting her nails. She was 63. She stopped biting her nails. She'd been biting them since childhood to the bone. Wow. Um, it was just such a wonderful time in her life because she, she was just going through a divorce. She'd been in a relationship with this guy for over 40 years. She didn't see herself. Mm. She did not value herself. She just, now she's, at absolute peace she keeps thanking me she's got no anxiety this is just after the first session um and it literally is like life begins at 63 and i am so thrilled for her because she deserves it she didn't see her worth she didn't see what she was capable of um just because of the conditioning now she's going to write a book she's going to create her own therapy she's just on fire and i am so thrilled for her
absolutely she's going to study rtt it's amazing (laughs) that is so beautiful so do you think that menstruators who suffer from depression that they can find permanent relief absolutely absolutely that's a no-brainer yeah it's just understanding understanding is power and if you don't know what's running you unconsciously how can you fix it so absolutely you're so right you're so right thank you so much so do you have any last words of hope or encouragement for our people with pmdd oh you know I know it feels like hell I know it feels that you're just stuck with it and it's just the way it is but do the work tune into your body understand that this is just a message you're going to look back on this with gratitude Mm -hmm. and be grateful that this came to you because without it you wouldn't have healed where you need to heal Mm -hmm. and you wouldn't be doing what you're doing thereafter healing is absolutely possible it's just a message it's part of your journey and you will look back on this with gratitude for having got to that point I know it doesn't feel like that now but it will trust me my goodness thank you Chloe healing y'all is absolutely possible Chloe thank you so much this was amazing y'all Go check out Chloe, go check out the link under the interview because I know you're going to want to know more and stay in contact with her and get into her program. My heart is like, I feel like wings on my heart. So thank you so much, Chloe, for being here and sharing your magic and healing with us. Thank you, Charisma. I appreciate you. And it's such an honor to be here with you. Absolutely. All right, y'all. I hope you took some notes. Watch the interview again. Keep it going. Let us know. Did you have any gold nuggets, anything that came up for you that Chloe said that rang true with you? Share it in our Facebook community and um, I'll see you soon. Bye. (laughs) (laughs) Hi, it's Charisma. If this expert interview inspired you or helped you in any way, please consider leaving a five-star review with your insights so other PMDD warriors like you can find these interviews and benefit from them too. You're awesome and thank you so much for being a part of this community. And remember, relief is possible. Okay, bye.